throughout my teenage years, even though I was in church, excited about being in choir and doing different work to help missions organizations, I was also in sin. Welcome to Connections with Rich and Bobby. Hi, this is Rich, Rich Homeris. And I'm Bobby, Bobby Hamlin. Now our guest today has a sobering testimony. He's Patrick Hudson. Now, although he grew up in the church, he had an addiction that, sadly to say, lures many into a life of sin. Let me ask you about your walk with the Lord. Have you always been uh, a Christian or did the Lord have to uh, really uh, drag you through the mire before he was able to incline your heart and draw him to yourself? Well, I'd say that's a complicated question to answer just because for when I was 14, I grew up in a somewhat Christian home. Um, I started going to church with my family when I was seven. Had an experience with the Lord at age 14, but throughout my teenage years, even though I was in church, excited about being in choir and doing different work to help missions organizations, I was also in sexual sin. And so looking back at that time, I really see a lot of not walking with the Lord, not obeying the Lord. And so that led me into a really dark path when I got into college and after college, just giving myself over to sexual sin and to the world. And it took God allowing a lot of painful circumstances and eventually my career, my friendships, my relationships to all be destroyed to lead me to Pure Life Ministries. And that's when I really met the Lord. You know, a lot of people have one thing or another where they know that it would not be pleasing to the Lord. But we can feel as Christians sometimes that it's all relative. And we're comparing ourselves to other people instead of to the purity of the Lord. And so my question is, when you were going through that, did you feel perfectly comfortable with the Lord? Like it's okay to have one foot in the world and one foot with the Lord? Or did you have that guilt? Was the Holy Spirit working on you? Yeah, I'd say in kind of the delusion that that lies and deception can bring, it was kind of both things. I grew up in California, actually. So I grew up in a church that preached the word, but also just all the culture around me was very secular and wasn't separating itself at all. So in one sense, throughout those years, there was a guilt, there was a heaviness, but I didn't, I stopped relating it to sexual sin at some point, and I was just depressed, I was angry, I was frustrated, and I would cry out to God about that, but then I wouldn't see any wrongness with anything I was doing. I remember walking into a church once and thinking, all these people are not as good as I am. That's how much in delusion I was. Now, would you say that um, you were in denial? You know, you had this sin, this hidden sin that was going on, this secret sin, but yet, you know, no one knew about it. And so you could walk into a church and uh, feel that way? Yeah, I definitely think so. It was, again, a slow process. I can give you another example. When I was a freshman in high school, I was gung-ho about creationism and 
all of that stuff. And by my senior year of high school, for no particular reason, I was like evolution and Christianity at it all. It's fine together. And the same with sexual sin. When I got into college, things like drinking and partying and like there was a hard line not to do that. But fast forward a few years later and I just didn't care. And I think that I just allowed myself to be given over to what I wanted, to doing what I wanted to do rather than seeking the Lord. And that got to a place where, yeah, I was in total denial. Outward appearances can be very deceiving. A person like Patrick may appear outwardly beautiful and like a good person, but inwardly they're being deceived, filled with all sorts of uncleanness, as Matthew 23 verses 27 and 28 says. And we'll return to our talk with Patrick Hudson and hear how his life's turned out. So don't go away. You or maybe someone you know could be greatly helped by what he has to say. You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to connect with you. Just go to our website at Connections with Rich and Bobby, all one word and Bobby spelt with an I, dot com. That's Connections with Rich and Bobby, dot com. There, all of our podcasts are posted, along with all of our contact information. Also, you can connect with us on social media by friending us on Facebook, post on Instagram, or tweet us on Twitter. Or you can listen to our program on Pandora. Now, let's return to our visit with Patrick Hudson as he explains what happened to him next, living in this life of denial, thinking that everything was okay. You do you, I'll do me. So what changed? How did the Lord open your eyes to the fact that you had to make a change, that this is what was making you angry and frustrated? Well, before coming to Pure Life, I, the guilt had really started settling down, and I had tried to confess it several times, but I brought it to people who said, well, you're not, you're not doing this. You haven't gone this far. So they were in just as much compromise and delusion as me, and so it alleviated some of the pain, but it, it wasn't real confession. It wasn't really bringing it and having it cleansed. So. I kept going in it. When I brought it to my pastor in 2018, he just laid it out like it was. And that led to me um, having to walk away from my job. It led to losing all the, I had been involved in the church very heavily. It was a church plant and I couldn't do any of that. I had, I was really in the doghouse. They wouldn't even let me come to church without making sure they knew who I, you know where I was and I just lost all those relationships and so that really shook me but even after all that it wasn't until I came to the program and about 5 months later I remember of all things I mean the Lord had been dealing with me for months really showing me himself and how holy and exalted he was. And it came to a point where I went out one night to just seek him and pray, and he opened my eyes to the truth about myself. 
and it just was like I saw the vast chasm for the first time between him and me and even all the things that I had seen about what I'd done wrong, it actually meant something and it showed me who I was as a person. And so is that when you sought out Pure Life Ministries? No, I had found out when I confessed to my pastor, he had the next day he texted me about the residential program. So he'd known a couple people who'd gone through it and he basically said, this is what you need to do. And I spent about three months hemming and hawing, not wanting to go, because you, I've heard other guys talk about, you kind of know that you're signing up to let go of everything in your life. Um, and that was hard. Make radical changes. Yeah, yeah. I knew that I wasn't going to be going the same route I had been going. So it was, that's how I found out about Pure Life. It was incredibly difficult in some ways to want to go. But once I was there, the Lord just started dealing with me until I could really see with clear eyes. Now, how was that uh, first day that you, uh, you entered? Uh, sometimes, you know, entering uh, a new church or entering a new realm of one's life is scary. Uh -huh. And so how was that for you? You finally uh, had gotten there to their doorstep and then you entered in. Were you thinking, uh, what have I gotten myself into? Is this really where the Lord wants me? Is the Lord really going to help me here? Yeah, I was terrified. I remember going to bed that first night, and I just have this image in my head still of curling up, and it was bunk two in the Lazarus dorm right by the door. I can remember it, and I just remember the feeling of reality setting in. And like, wow, this is... It was just, I've really done this. I thought I had done so well in my career in pushing myself in the world, and that was when it set in, like, I'm not who I think I am. I'm not, my life hasn't amounted to what I thought it was. So it was, it was hard, but there was also so much hope when I went into the services those first couple, we have a Thursday night chapel service and a Sunday night, uh, Sunday morning service. And I just remember the hope and just sensing the Lord's presence. And yeah. That's wonderful. And isn't there also comfort in that you're not alone? That there's all these other people that are fighting the same thing or have fought it? There is now. Back then I was... I remember thinking when I first walked into the cafeteria, the first thought I had was, what a bunch of losers. Um, and, but the Lord changed my heart because he humbled me and brought me down to where now it's just like you're saying, I'm not alone. I can come to brothers in Christ and be vulnerable and say, hey, I'm really struggling today with this and ask for prayer and live in the light and find joy and fellowship. Well, the Lord must have uh, had a purpose for you because you're still there. You walked in asking for help and now you're helping. Yeah. How's that for you as you see new people that are coming in through the doors that need help? Are you able to relate to them? Yes, 
all of the men on staff at Pure Life have been through the residential program, and that's pretty much why, so that we can relate. It's just a blessing to be able to sit with a guy who's in the program and see him dealing with fear or worry or just trying to figure everything out and struggling and be able to talk to him and share the same things that God helped me with. It's an amazing blessing to be able to help produce our podcast, Purity for Life, and know that, you know, just pour your own testimony into it and want to see people have the same experience with Jesus and the same relationship that I have with Jesus. It's an incredible blessing, and it's not every day that you live with that sense, but there's times that the Lord ordains, and it's, it's amazing. The program that Patrick is referring to is called Pure Life Ministries. It's a ministry that has been a pioneer in dealing with sexual addiction and its consequences for over 35 years. During that span of time, thousands of people have found freedom through their counseling programs and teaching materials. To find out more about their ministry, log on to their website at purelifeministries.org. That's purelifeministries.org. And we'll be continuing our talk with Patrick Hudson on our next program. What Patrick has to say may be of great help and encouragement to you and others who may be struggling with sexual sin as he was, or any other recurring sin. The basic principles for getting victory apply to them all. So be sure to join us then. You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to have you subscribe to our podcast on this platform or any of the others like iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And, of course, it's always free. Also, if you've missed a program or would like to hear this one again or invite others to listen, just go to our website at connectionswithrichandbobby.com. And all of our contact information is there as well. So please take a moment to let us know about you and also what you think of this program. This is Connections, connecting with one another as Romans 1 verse 12 says, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So thank you for listening. And remember, tell others and spread the word, God's word. And don't forget to join us next time on Connections with Rich and Bobby. Bobby.